7.45 on a Saturday morning means it's time for a wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's on a beautiful morning. Jack, good morning. Good morning, Denny. About time we got some summer weather. I should say, and it's going to be really summer, close to 90 today. Amen. today. Yeah. Amen. What should we talk about today? We're going to talk about two things today. What's a good all-purpose red wine, particularly in the summer, and maybe what to give Dad for Father's Day. So... Let's first talk about a good all-round red wine for the summer. Well, look no further, in my opinion, than Beaujolais. Beaujolais is an often overlooked wine, and it really doesn't quite deserve that. In fact, one wag once said about Beaujolais, it's the only white wine that happens to be red. And that makes it very appealing to an awful lot of people who really don't like big, tannic red wines. Beaujolais is fruity, light, easy to enjoy. It has a very noble history. The problem with Beaujolais was it got kind of a, a black eye, if you will. Uh, the popularity of Beaujolais Nouveau was just off the charts in the early 80s. And, you know, it's unbelievable how much was selling. And because of that, an awful lot of cheap um Beaujolais was sold as Nouveau, and all people got kind of tired of it. And so Beaujolais got an undeserved black eye. And it really is a delicious, delightful wine to have, for example, on the patio. You know, Beaujolais is one of those red wines that really lends itself to be chilled. You can serve it at almost the same temperature you would serve uh, a white wine at, in other words, 45, 50 degrees. And it it's, won't... Delete any of the pleasure by serving uh, the wine that cold. Uh, you know, it has, a, as I said, a very noble history. The Romans planted wines in Beaujolais uh, a long time ago, and in the 700s, the most popular wine in Rome was something called Brasilis, which came from Morgan in Beaujolais. Um, it, Beaujolais is kind of a in the Burgundy region. It really isn't a Burgundy at all, because it's a separate geographic area, and the grape type is Gamay. Gamay is a uh, thin-skinned red uh, grape, and it produces a lovely fruity white uh, wine. Uh, there is something called white Beaujolais. That's very small production. It's less than 2% of the total production of uh, Beaujolais is white wine, but uh, it's interesting. It's uh, usually a little lighter than a Maconese. But it's available. But let's talk about red wine to have around the patio, that type of thing. Boy, I'll tell you, you can't beat uh, a good Beaujolais. Beaujolais has been around, like I say, for thousands of years. And there's good reason. It has a noble history. The the dukes were very protective of that uh, Beaujolais a long time ago, and then the Cistercian monks, etc. And as I said, Nouveau. Uh, kind of crashed up the uh, whole industry. Uh, was uh, to the point. Nouveau Beaujolais was accounting for almost eighty percent of the production of Beaujolais, and Beaujolais is a big, huge area. I think there's over sixty thousand acres of uh, vineyards that produce Beaujolais in France, and the village of Beaujolais is a charming place. If you ever get a opportunity to go there. The little villages, and a lot of them <clears throat> lend their names to Cruz of Beaujolais. By Cruz, we mean Gros of Beaujolais. 
And there, uh, when we talk about growths of Beaujolais, there's Beaujolais, Beaujolais Village, and uh, now they have, well, they have always had it, but now it's available in the United States, Beaujolais Rosé, which is sort of interesting, too. But the main crews of Beaujolais would be Bruy. This is the largest crew of Beaujolais, and it's sold as Bruy, and uh, it's fruity, uh, but has a little more depth to it than regular Beaujolais. Uh, Rene is a new, um, in the 80s, it was carved out, uh, I think about 89, uh, Rene carved out, and uh, it's a little bigger than a brewery, but kind of the same characteristics. And then there's Chirobles, which is also uh, a good one, and it's raised, the Chirobles comes from the higher altitudes in the hills of Beaujolais, and it's a very hilly area, that. Then there's the Cote de Brouy. Uh, which is another one. Fleury, uh, the flower, is probably the most widely exported into this country anyway. And then Saint-Amour. And this was named supposedly after a Roman lover, Saint-Amour. And then the more big Beaujolais, the ones that take age and really are good with meat and things like that, is Chenas, Julianas, Morgan, and Moulin Avant. Moulin Avant is the windmill and I have been fooled many, many times having an old Moulin Avant and finding out that the Moulin Avant was not a Burgundy. I mistook it for a Burgundy. That's how uh, wonderful these Moulin Avants can age. Um, so you, you, there you see it. You have all this complicated uh, cruise of Beaujolais. So there's, there's a lot to it. Uh, and it's not really that complicated. Each of these names like Chenas, are little towns in Beaujolais, and they've given their name to the wine of that area. And the wines, as I say, are, are usually a little bigger than straight Beaujolais, but there's nothing wrong with just straight Beaujolais for a summertime sipper. It, it goes so nicely with so many dishes. It's perfect with lunch. In fact, in Beaujolais, if you happen to be visiting the area in the afternoon when there's picnics, people are in the plazas, they have Beaujolais in ice buckets, just like you'd see uh, white wine, but it's Beaujolais in the ice buckets, and they're having it with lunch, with salad and uh, light foods. <laughs> just wonderful. And then, of course, those bigger wines, as I said, like Moulin Avant, they're really good with meats and things like that. But if you're having, uh, say, just a barbecued chicken, boy, there'd be nothing better than a nice chilled Beaujolais with that barbecued chicken. It's a marriage made in heaven. So there you have a little bit about Beaujolais. And uh, then somebody asked me, what's the good gift for Dad for Father's Day? Well, I picked some wine uh, under $15. Uh, Petite Cabriere, which translates to small goat. It's an old goat farm. It's from the Rhone Valley. A Fog Mountain Field Blend from California that's made by a French firm, Boisset and Pavillon Rouge, a wonderful little Bordeaux. And, of course, Bordeaux's are blends, too. They're Cabernet, Merlot, Petit Verdot, all mixed together. These are all under $15 and make a nice gift for Dad. If he likes Pinot Noir, try Pravinera. A Pinot Noir is awfully good, and Pacific Heights Pinot Noir is also very good, too. All of these are under 20 bucks. If you want to nap a cab for Dad... They can be kind of expensive, but how about Spokesman? That's only that's way under thirty dollars. That Torchbearer Napa cab, that's about thirty-five, and Terrace's cab, which is about sixty. 
And hot today is whiskey. It's so popular. It's getting a huge renaissance. We have some Jefferson's old rum cask, which is kind of expensive. It's about 90 bucks, but it's one of the best bourbons I have ever tasted. And then Wooford Reserve Double Oaked at about 60 bucks is absolutely terrific. Or how about a big basket of beer for Dad? Or maybe you want to treat him to a wine cruise. Uh, we have on the last Saturday of the month, we have a wonderful wine and beer cruise that goes up and down the St. Croix River. Uh, and you can call Haskell's and find out all the details on going on a wine cruise. The uh, wine for Dad at the patio might be, again, that Beaujolais, because Beaujolais, as I said, has a wonderful fruity dynamic to it that makes it very, very easy to enjoy. And, boy, I'll tell you, if you want a nice wine, it's going to be 90 degrees today, and you want a nice wine to have out on the patio while you're waiting for dinner, have a little chilled Beaujolais as an aperitif. Is that kind of, Jack, I know you've used the term before, uh, kind of for people that maybe are not big, huge wine drinkers, that it's more yeah. accessible? <laughs> Excuse me, Denny. It's a good entry-level wine. Beaujolais yeah. is very, very inexpensive. I didn't say that. And even the Moulin Avant, which is a big wine, is usually no more than about 25 bucks a bottle. And regular Beaujolais, simply Beaujolais Village, is usually around 10 or $11 a bottle, no more than that. And it's a good entry-level wine. And as I uh, said at the very onset, uh, Beaujolais is a red wine that most people think is white because it, it drinks like a white wine. And that's why it's a good wine to be an intro into red wines. And a lot of people have done that through the years. I've had a lot of friends whose first... Uh, encounter with wine was Beaujolais. And Beaujolais Nouveau helped enormously in that respect. But again, it, it was its own worst enemy. Beaujolais Nouveau, you know, it, they put out a lot of junk wine that was Nouveau, and it, it caused the interest in Nouveau to f- falter quite a bit. And But it's still a wonderful area, and it should not be overlooked, because a lot of really good wine comes from Beaujolais. And, as I said, Best of all, it's very affordable. Absolutely. I, I, th- I think I know a guy by the middle name of Beaujolais, <laughs> as a matter That's of fact. Right. I know him, too. <laughs> I bet you do quite well. Uh, we've had a lot of fun with, with your, your sons. That's for yeah, sure. He's a good guy. He really is. Uh, i tell you what, uh, Jack, we, we're just about out of time, but I want to tell folks and have you mentioned, of course, all the good things about that locally owned company called Haskell's. That's right. We're in the throes right now of our summer sale at Haskell's, and boy, I'll tell you, have we got wines and wines on sale. Literally hundreds of wines are on sale during the summer sale, and you can find a wine that'll pair with whatever you're cooking. And if you don't know, just ask the folks. They love to talk about wine at Haskell's, and that's why they're called the wine people. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior, Haskell's in Faribault off of 35. Our super seller up in Maple Grove is not to be missed. Downtown Minneapolis has free parking on Saturdays and Sundays. There's Haskell's at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Island Village, 
Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com, and it'll take you right to the Haskell's website where you can peruse the summer catalog. Excellent. And we'll uh, chat, I hope, again next week on Father's Day weekend, right? Father's Day weekend, Denny, I'm going to look forward to it. Me too. Thank you, Jack. Jack Farrell from Haskell's.